sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Happy New Year. It's the first of the year or thereabouts. Uh, And at this point, many people decide, many Christians decide, I'm going to start reading the Bible. Uh, So we start the first of the year, the first words of the Bible, and pretty quickly we're mystified. But in today's episode of Ignition, we're going to unpack some of those words of the Bible and some some other firsts that we find throughout Scripture to see the hidden gems that are found there that the Lord packed away in the Bible for you and I to unwrap and open here today in 2022. Welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you got te- yeah, if you got questions about today's episode, it's the new year. Give me a break. Um, or ideas for future episodes, please feel free to contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email. The address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. That was I, a great intro until that little bleh. bleh yeah, <laughs> but you know, that's, that's good. Humble me right away, right out of the gate, days into the new year. Oh, you need that. I do need it. Uh, joined in the studio once again, as always lately, by Renee Kranz. Hey, Renee. Yeah. Hey, Chris. How are you? <clears throat> I'm good. Good. So we're recording this in de- December, so I want to ask you how your New Year's Eve was, because... It's probably fell asleep on the couch is going to be my guess. Lame, lame. Um, You didn't know. Right after doing TV mass. Right after. Oh, no, no, no. That's the first is a Saturday. So no, we're okay. Well, there was mass for the second. Yeah. No, never mind. (laughs) You're confusing right now. (laughs) I'm confused by you. So have you ever read the Bible through cover to cover, Renee? Uh, No. No? Why not? I try. I started once, just like you said. I started once. How far did you get? I don't remember. There's probably a Bible sitting in my house somewhere with a bookmark where bookmark, I stopped. Page two, and now <laughs> no, page two. I think I went further than that. Did you? I think I got through. What's the first one? Genesis, right? <laughs> <laughs> you get the ding, 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 ding for that one. <laughs> Yeah, I think I got through Genesis, I believe. I okay. don't remember, but so a it lot was a people, long time ago. Last year, uh, 2021, a lot of people uh, followed Father Mike Schmitz right. and his podcast, The Bible in a Year. Right. Uh, so, of course, you can still do that. You, yes. <laughs> like the, the, the extreme, That's not the only year right. you can do this. Well, and, of course, the extreme... Does that mean I have to wait until January? For, oh, shoot. I missed it already. Aww. I got to wait till 2023. No. <laughs> uh, you can start anytime. Uh but he does go through in 365 days the Bible in, in a year. Uh, and it, it was very popular. Right. And remain, uh, even got to many, about a year ago. Do you remember what, back in January of 2021? Yeah. Yeah, it was like number one on the Apple's iTunes yeah. uh, podcasts uh, and remained very popular throughout the year. Um, in light of that, because a lot of people are, uh, I think, taking up the Bible mm-hmm. as we do all sorts of New Year's resolutions, right? right. <laughs> um, I thought we could look at some some first, especially in Genesis, but actually I want to start later Okay. in the Bible. Renee. Yes. In John's gospel, mm-hmm. do you know the first words that Jesus speaks? We're talking about firsts. That so Jesus speaks? The first words that Jesus speaks in John's gospel. 
Um, I wonder if it has to do with his baptism. Nope. No? He doesn't speak there. Well, I mean, <laughs> John doesn't tell us the words that he said. Okay, I, I don't know. I don't even know what it would what it would be. It's a when... little bit later. Okay. So um, th- this is one of my favorite. Yeah. Maybe he says, my guess would be, be not afraid. Good guess, but no. <laughs> <clears throat> so this edition of the Go Bible. Go to church. This, sh- this it doesn't. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly what he, he said. Go to church. <laughs> so this is where those red letter Bibles are helpful because it sticks out. So I'm going to show it to you. The first red you see in John's Gospel is what do you seek? What do you seek? So this is the the scene is um, John, who become the Apostle John, and Andrew, mm. uh, also becomes an apostle brother of Simon, who becomes Peter. Uh, They were disciples of John the Baptist. They're following John, and John points to Jesus and says, Behold the Lamb of God, behold him, who takes us into the world. And so John and Andrew hear that. Mm -hmm. We should follow this guy. Mm -hmm. So they're following Jesus, and he turns around. The next day... Uh, John was standing with two of his disciples and he looked at Jesus as he walked and said, behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this and they followed Jesus. So I do want to take a little bit of time. Maybe we'll get to Genesis. We'll see. Um, (laughs) I'm going to guess not. (laughs) Think about, so, so this, this is, um, it's helpful to actually sometimes imagine the scene, Mm -hmm. Right. So whether you whether you're a bystander looking at this or maybe you're in the person of these two apostles um, or these two men or John the Baptist, whatever, the way that John, the way that John, the one writing the gospel, mm-hmm. is speaking about himself and his friend Andrew, the way that he writes that is, John says, "Behold the Lamb of God." The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. John doesn't give us anything more as to why. Right. He just, that's good enough for them. Right. Does that strike you in any way? Yes, that, that seems crazy. So Doesn't it? What's the lesson? <laughs> so, yes, therefore. Therefore. Are you waiting for me? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I was just going to say the thing that strikes me in that, and if you, this might take us off the path you're trying to go down, is that he asks, "What do you seek?" Not who do we you seek. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay. We haven't gotten. To oh, that's what right. Do you yeah. Seek. Okay. You're talking about before that. No, I still don't know. So <laughs> they, um, whether it's the, they see something in Jesus or it's simply what John says, but they they stop following the man they've been following and they start following this other man. Oftentimes, and we see this other places with the gospel, are we ready to follow the Lord whenever he prompts us? Mm. Probably not a lot of the time. Probably not a lot right. of the time, but that's what these two men mm-hmm. do. We, we'll, we see momentarily, they really don't know what's going on. Right. But they follow <laughs> this man. So they follow Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, 
what do you seek? Mm-hmm. It is the first word spoken by Jesus in John's gospel. Mm-hmm. What do you seek? And I love this. Uh, I love this. Do you have any <laughs> idea why? Uh, because you like the word, well, you, you like the word why. I do. But, um, How I, would you restate, what do you seek? How would you restate what do you what seek? What do you want? Yes. Yeah. Resta- Give me another synonym, oh, journalist major, for want. Desire? What do you desire? Right. What do you seek? What are you looking for? I love that because this speaks to, th- uh, this goes to the heart of Christianity. Mm-hmm. God says to us, what do you desire? Uh, it's a question. Is there a right answer and a wrong answer? There is a right answer. Okay, so then there's a wrong answer. Yeah. Okay. Everything else is the wrong answer. <laughs> okay. So we have a lot of desires, but what is the thing that we most desire, whether we know it or not? Right. I was just going to say, sometimes people don't know. The thing that we desire. So desires are things that we're, in a sense, we're, we're made for these things. Mm-hmm. We're, we're made to have, to eat food. Right. Um. So we desire food. What are we made for most fundamentally? Love. God. Yeah. See, and I think a lot of people, as we, before you said, ask me that, I think a lot of people would say, well, I desire to be loved, but mm-hmm. we aren't always thinking about by whom. Mm-hmm. So, right. That, so love is a great answer. Right. But yeah, the deeper desire is. And that's why you didn't is, get to the deeper part, you know, because you're, you're yep. thinking that piece because we're always looking for that. Yep. And just not thinking about from who. But what I love about this is um, he doesn't tell me, hey, I'm glad you're following me because I'm your heart's desire. I'm the fulfillment of everything (laughs) you've heard. He asks them Mm -hmm. and he asks you and me, what are you looking for? Mm -hmm. What do you want? What do you desire? What do you seek? Mm Mm-hmm. Because the answer is him, but he starts by asking us. He meets us where we're at. Right. Do you know what their response is? I uh, I should have read more. You when should I was have there. read ahead when I showed. <laughs> I saw it to the you. next red letters, but I didn't see what was in between. <laughs> and they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Mm-hmm. So they're answering him in a way. It's a weird answer. It is a weird answer. <laughs> I, like, it's a, it's I, I a think, non-answer. I think it's a confused, I think, and uh, to be fair to them, like, uh, I don't know. Where are you staying? <laughs> what, what do you say? <laughs> Can we stay with you? Where are you staying? Like, right. it's probably what they're, but I, I, I love the fact that it shows. They know as little as we do. <laughs> and he said to them. Come and see. Come and see. Mm-hmm. So so he starts with a question, and then there's an invitation. Come and see. Mm-hmm. Christianity, uh, and this, this goes to, we talked a little bit last week uh, about how the whole presentation of the child Jesus um, speaks a little bit to the diocesan vision. Mm-hmm. The same thing is here, true here. So to be a missionary disciple, as we're all called to be, uh, we're called to... Um, I think meet people where they're at, asking questions, what are you looking for, and so on. Uh, But then when they're interested, we invite them 
to witness something, right. to live something. Uh, Jesus doesn't say, it's interesting because he, he, he does teach, of course. Um, he does tell people things. But here his first response is, come and see. It's an invitation to live with him, to witness him, to encounter him, to see something. So when you and I... Uh, are are doing missionary discipleship when we're being missionary disciples we're called to bear witness mm-hmm. to something by the way we live right by the way we act by the way we speak by the way we speak so that people can see we want them to see that there's something different about me mm-hmm. about you about these people mm-hmm. about us and that's reflected in Literally the second statement that Jesus speaks in John's gospel. Come and see. Mm-hmm. I love that. I do too. Okay. So we're going to go back to Genesis now. Uh, but if people are just tuning in, uh, we're looking at first in the Bible. This is Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, uh, with Renee Kranz in the studio. Uh, I, because it's the first of the year, I thought we'd look at the beginning of the Bible, but we looked at the beginning of John's gospel instead. I do think, <laughs> by the way, actually, wait for it. He is looking in the Bible. I'll do a play-by-play. He's flipping through the pages of the Bible right now, looking for something that I don't know what it is. He's in Matthew. No, nope. This is yep, good. Matthew. I like this. This is fun. Matt, Mark. Mark. Oh. Oh. It's Mark. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we're not going to talk about it. Never mind. <laughs> Got the play-by-play for nothing. For nothing. It's like an interception. Huh, that was oh, awesome. Through another interception. Through Great radio. Thank surprise, you. Surprise, surprise. But hey, the, your, your play-by-play play was Never fantastic. Mind, I don't care. Exactly. Um, <laughs> tell me about Genesis. Tell you about Genesis? Tell me about Genesis, Renee. You've read this part of the Bible. Well, it you starts said. out with how God created the world and yep. where it all came from. Yep. And I'm going to skip to... Going so you're not going to start the beginning. I'm not going to start the beginning. <laughs> the beginning is a very good place to start, but I want to skip ahead. No, I'm not, but I will. What's the first thing God says in the Bible? Let there be light. Yes. What's the I thought that was going to be a trick question or first something. question that God asks in the Bible? Where are you? So what's the context? That he lit everything and now we're hiding. I don't know. What's the context? Oh, you're talking about what, why, where did that all happen? Well, okay, so that's let there be light is when he's creating everything. Yep, yep. But for the, the question, and then, where are you? Where are you? That's when uh, Adam and Eve are hiding after they ate the apple because they're silly. <laughs> Wrecked everything. So this is Genesis chapter three. Adam and Eve. And they are ashamed, I guess. Tempted yeah. by the devil um, under the appearance of a serpent. Eat the forbidden fruit, mm-hmm. the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Uh, and their eyes are opened, and they were ashamed for they realized they were naked. Um, so let me go back to, I closed it. I shouldn't have done that. Looking. Still the eyes looking. of both were opened, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made them... Oh, sorry. Let me back up. Um, no, that's right. No this more. is the most confusing episode this right now. This is really good. <laughs> This is good stuff. And they sewed fig leaves together and made them made themselves aprons. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. 
And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Okay. How did What's you going know on you there? were naked? What? <laughs> What's going on there? <clears throat> Any idea? Uh, I don't know where you're going. They, they hid from God. Yeah. How is that going to work out for them? Probably not very well. Why? Because he knows everything. <laughs> See, now they ate the fruit. They should know that he knows everything. It's like it's it's like they actually knew everything before because they knew God. And then after they ate the fruit, they know all the stuff they weren't they don't need to know. And now they don't know about God. So is that what happened? Try- Does that make any sense whatsoever? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, which is the nature of sin. Yes. The, the Catechism of the Catholic Church says that sin is an offense against, and it gives a lot of things, but sin is an, an offense against reason. Sin right. does not make sense. That's what sin, I was getting at. Sin is irrational. I know, I know. It was an I'm irrational just, explanation, and that's what I meant. But, <laughs> so, but, but God asked them, where are you? Mm-hmm. I thought you just said he knows everything. So why is he asking he where wanted, they are? He wanted them to admit why they were hiding. Where are and, you in relationship to me? Right. What have you done? Right. Again, just as Jesus says to you and I, what are you looking for? And come and see. So does God say to you and I, where are you in relationship to me? Yeah. What have you done? Um, oh, that's a terrible thought. <laughs> <laughs> What? What? It's a terrifying thought sometimes. Well, because we are all sinners. So if he's asking you that, we should probably think about that more often. We should probably think about that more often. (laughs) New Year's resolution. No more sin. Right. Not going to sin this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. And I failed. (laughs) That was fast. Um, So God's first question is about relationship with us. Right. Where are you? No, we might be in a good place, right? So maybe, maybe it's because he asks us, where are you in relationship to me? He mm-hmm. always wants, where are you? Um, it's not because he doesn't know. He wants us yeah. to yeah. reflect on it. So as we're starting this new year, where are you, listener, in relationship with God? Because going back, going forward to John chapter one, he's always inviting us to come to him mm-hmm. and to see what it means to be in relationship with him. Right. Uh, but I'm, I, I'm, I've long been struck by the fact that the first question in scripture, it's Genesis, the first book of the Bible, is where are you? Another fun little detail that occurred to me uh, as, as I was reading, though, um, they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Um, mm-hmm. Where are you? And he, Adam, said, I heard the sound of you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked of him myself. So the God sound of the Lord. makes a lot of noise in the garden, apparently. What the heck does that mean? It's very rustly. I don't know. So there are strong, if you look at the Hebrew, there are strong hints, indications that this is not just, so for, first of all, God is pure spirit. He right. did not literally have a body, right. but he can be present to us in a way that we can sense, that we can see or whatever. Um, how later, 
later in the Bible, what are some ways that God, okay, I'll be more specific. So you're not, uh, um, <laughs> like usual. When, is, when God led Israel th- th- um, out of Egypt in the Exodus through the Red Sea, through the wilderness, do you remember how God mm-hmm. was present to his people? Mm-hmm. A pillar of fire. A pillar of fire. Mm-hmm. Um, the and, and then later when the tabernacle is built, there's the, the, the cloud of glory, the Shekinah, uh, I think is roughly the Hebrew. So the Hebrew here, and I don't remember if the word Shekinah is used or not, but something, if not that word, something uh, alluding to it, where this is God's glorious presence. Okay. Now, before, that would have been totally fine for Adam and Eve. Right. But now, because they've sinned, the glory of the Lord terrifies them right even though they're made to be in relationship with him they're terrified by the glory of god and so they flee Mm -hmm. which is basically what hell is hell is being away from the presence of god Mm -hmm. so just real quick on that um any souls that are damned are there because they cannot bear because they've chosen to separate themselves from God because his glory is too much for him, just as it was for Adam and Eve in the garden. Okay. We're made for him, but we're terrified by him when we are in a state of sin. Okay. But he still calls out to us. Where are you? Mm Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that? that? That makes sense when when I said then to think about that as terrifying. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, any other questions, reflections before we get back to actually to? Mm-mm. No. Okay. So the thing that I wanted to mention that I initially thought of um, before I completely sidetracked myself was um, Genesis. And we've talked about this a little bit uh, in other episodes and other contexts. But most people misread Genesis 1 and 2, the creation accounts, the creation mm-hmm. narratives, they're called. Um, there gets to be, a, this is where the faith and science creation evolution debate oh, right, right. gets. A, um, because some people will pick up Genesis 1, again, New Year, maybe you're starting to read the Bible, and you read about the creation of the universe in six days. Right. What's the problem? We don't know what a day is. Uh, science tells us that creation was created. That it was all that much stuff longer than six days. Took billions of years. Right. So well, there must be a contradiction. No, 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 no. What's the point of Genesis chapter one? Is that God created the world? That God created the world right. out of nothing. Out of nothing. Why? And what? What did He say about the world as He's creating it? That it was good. That it's good. What did he say at the end of the sixth day? It was very good. What happened on the sixth day? He created man. Bing, 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 bing. Yay. Very well done. <laughs> so the the point of Genesis 1 is not to prevent some stri- in our, what we would understand to be a strictly scientific account of how right. God created the universe. It's why he created the universe mm-hmm. out of love and to some degree, not, not how in terms of the mechanics, but he did it out of nothing. 
Right. Uh, as opposed to other ancient Near Eastern creation myths where you got violent, where you got gods ripping each other apart and out of that comes everything. <laughs> and so there's violence, there's combat. That's not what we find. And God creates out of nothing his omnipotence. Um, he didn't have to do it. He mm-hmm. chose to do it. And he is pleased with his creation. Uh, he looks at his creation. As, he's not jealous of his creation. He's he's not trying to lord it over his creation. Right. He's not like all these ancient Near Eastern Greek and Roman and all these other mm-hmm. pagan gods um, who basically seem like petty tyrants, um, like superheroes gone bad. Uh, that's all people knew at that point. And I think that's why... They were always petty tyrants. Right. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, really. Yeah. They're not real gods. So you right. make up a god who's what you're using. Exactly. So, what we, so that God creates out of nothing and everything is good. But we also see when you look more closely, and a lot of people comment, I'm thinking especially of Dr. John Bergsma's book, Bible Basics for Catholics. Mm-hmm. A favorite. <laughs> uh, Dr. Scott Hahn goes through this. But a lot of people, I mean, they didn't invent any of the, they didn't discover these insights. They're just presenting for them, right. them for us anew. Uh, what you see, so it, creation begins by telling us that um, was the, the, everything was without form and it was void. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was no structure and it was empty. But the first three day, the first three days of creation, the structure is created. Um, the separation of the the um, day from night and the earth and then land and sea and so on. And then the second three days, so days one, two, and three, that the structure is created. Days four, five, and six, the structure is filled. Mm-hmm. Um, where you've get you've got then the 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 sun, the the uh, moon, and the stars. And then you get the uh, birds, the fish, or the, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea. And then you get the animals of mm-hmm. the earth and man. So the point there is that there is an order to creation. That there was nothing before, out of the quote unquote chaos of nothingness, God creates, and there's an order and a purpose and a pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of two pinnacles. In one way, the pinnacle of creation is man and woman. Right. But beyond that, actually, what's the seventh day, Renee? You rest. Resting in the Lord. Right. So all of creation is ordered towards resting in Mm. God. Mm -hmm. This goes back to what I said at the very beginning of this episode then. Um, What are you looking for? Come and see. Where are you in relationship to me? God desires to bring through us as sort of his um, stewards of creation. Mm-hmm. He wants to bring all of creation with us at its pinnacle into the fulfillment of relationship with himself to rest in the divine presence. Right. So when we think about, so going through this new year, uh, as we're beginning 2022, the purpose of everything is to be in relationship with God and mm-hmm. to rest in his glorious presence. Not out of fear, but out of filial, childlike trust, wonder, and love. That's great. I, I love that. Yeah. We I should mean, all so, love that. We should all and love that. And not be terrified. And not be, so again, Jesus' words as you thought, be not afraid. afraid. Uh-huh. Amen? Yes. Amen. Thanks, Renee. <laughs> yeah. 
And that will wrap this episode of Ignition. Again, if you have any questions, email us ignition at sfcatholic.org. And until next time, may God bless you.